Halima. How do you know the life of personal coach you are about to work with is who they say they are? How do you know if they can do the job? At the Africa Board for Coaching, Consulting and Coaching Psychology, we can tell you. So, before you share your secrets and spend your money, check with us first. Visit www.abccp.com or call us on 012-751-7608. The ABCCP, the professional body for coaches. More music, more inspiration. Vuga Online. You're listening to Vuga Online. More music, more inspiration. Vuga Online. Welcome to Leadership Mondays. You know when you hear that signature every Monday, uh, you know that we are going to be talking leadership and we're going to talk to people. So it's not an academic show about leadership. It's about le- talking about leader and putting the leader in the center. And it's actually funny uh, uh, how this show came about uh, was that I actually wanted to speak to Malusi Kikaba uh, as a really big example of uh, somebody that should be on the show. Because at the time, there was a lot of stories uh, about him and the, uh, the, 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 the other saga about the, the video. And then there was the... Uh, the ANC stuff there, and there was the marriage stuff, and there was ministry stuff. So that was just just too much drama uh, that was happening in his life. But in the middle of it, all I was seeing was, I'm curious, how does it feel to be Malusi Kikaba now as a human being, as a person that's in leadership? And Mr. Minister, what are you learning about leadership, having gone through all of this? And that's kind of like the, 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 the essence, just to give you an idea, the, the essence of the show. So it doesn't matter who I have uh, on the other side, like this lady that I have, uh, who is also in government and we've, uh, we've met and, and worked together for the last two years. And I thought as we start season two, she is a voice you need to hear. Sis Lindy, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Mangesi. Um, I'm very happy to be here. Excellent, excellent. So I have a very interesting question that I, interesting to me, <laughs> mm. that I start the show with. So it kind of also has become a bit of a signature um, to the show. Uh, what, tell the listeners what, what gives you their right to be on this show about leadership. <laughs> 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 That's a very, very good question uh, to ask. Um, just, it's very interesting that you, uh, you know your your opening was about Malusi Kigaba because I've cr- I've crossed paths with Malusi Kigaba and actually he's probably why I'm I'm here today um, mm. because he <laughs> I joined. I joined the Treasury, the, the, the Government Technical Advisory Center, which is part of the Treasury. Mm. I joined it um, in May of 2017, 
and he had just been appointed uh, Minister of Treasury at the time. And um, eight months later, unbeknownst to me, I just got a letter from him saying that, thank congratulations, you are now acting as the head of GTEC. So that, that's my Maliziki Kaba ah, moment and story. Okay. <laughs> so the reason I'm here um, is because I have been acting in this position. Um, not such a good story, but I've been acting in this position since since then, actually. Mm-hmm. Um and as part of that journey, I wanted to to get some some life coaching because it was a very uh, turbulent uh, journey that I was experiencing. And then I came across um, uh, you as a coach, um, mm-hmm. and you've been coaching me uh, for the last eighteen months, I think, or two years almost. Mm. Um, and not to give listeners this view that you've been seeing me every week, um, yeah. <laughs> kind, of, kind of like see each other probably every two months or so. That's why it's two years. Yeah. And and I don't know. Um, you must have been intrigued by uh, what I went through as the leader of this organization yeah. uh, so far. And uh, I mean that that is not the first leadership position I've occupied, by the way. But this, uh, I think, by far was the most challenging for me individually. I've had, like, serious growth spits and growth moments, which, uh, as anybody will tell you, that um, growing is not such a pleasant experience. It it, Mm. it comes with some pain and some tears and some discomfort. Mm. Uh, But I, I think this is why I'm here in the show today. Is yes. that good enough for you that I deserve I deserve this this spot? Well <laughs> that's a start. I'm not the one to de- I'm not the one to decide, right? I'm I'm not right. even asking that question for me. Um, hmm. it is really just to introduce you to the rest of the, the audience so that they know who they are talking to. So give us a little bit. I mean you said something about uh, the, the leadership journey and, and, and it's not the first uh, position you're in. And it already sounds interesting, the fact that um how you ended up there. People will probably think we kind of planned it. Uh, <laughs> that I start with Melus because uh, I'm still trying to actually get him into uh, into the interview in a sense. And he keeps saying, no, 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 we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk and, and all of that. So one day I'll have Melus on the show. You'll see when it's it's season two. And and, and I think that's, that, that's the thing for, that I, I want to talk about a little later that um, sometimes... Uh, we we have this political view or what well, we have this social view about people but who are people when they are people and i'm curious to know who Melusi is as a person just like now i'm curious about who is Lindwendela as a person tell us a little bit of a bit of the journey that you that you've traveled so far in terms of those positions that you spoke about very high level well i I mean, I started my journey as, um, first I started as a volunteer. Um, I volunteered in Sanko many, many years ago, about 25 years ago. And I wanted to get an experience of working, what it would be like working. I had had a job um, as, a, as a student at Vets. I studied law. Um, I did not practice as one, but decided to marry 
marry one, you know. Mm. Uh, I thought, okay, fine. If I marry him, uh, I can tick the box off and I can do other interesting things like uh, work with people. And, and what intrigued me is how, how society develops and how um, society needs to participate in its own development. So I thought, let me just go and, 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 and volunteer at Sanko. I volunteered probably for um, about 10 months to a year, um, met some really interesting people. And I was very, very, um, I, I love, I love the job. I love the job. I didn't get paid for it, but I love the job. Mm. And that led me to a job at Idasa as a researcher. And uh, we did research and, I found that I like local government because it's so close to the people. It makes, it makes a lot of difference to the people. So I, I studied, I, I, I got my master's in local governance and development. And I, I worked in, 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 in Edidasa as a researcher. But then soon thereafter, I became the head of, of the local government program. Um, Edidasa. So that, I think that's where my journey really started mm. uh, as a leader, working with other people, trying to influence. But my, the thing that got me up, waking up every morning and looking forward to going to it was the fact that I was doing work that makes a difference. And you can actually see that difference because a lot of the work that we were doing was to educate the newly elected councillors uh, mm. in 1995 Having done voter education, that for me was kind of like um, a compliment. Uh, it, it was complimenting the work that I'd done on voter education because I, I saw these people getting elected. I facilitated processes that elected our first time ever councillors um, in, in, in local government and then joining IDASA and now educating newly elected councillors about their roles and responsibilities, about legislation, simplifying it and breaking it down into pieces that people could understand. Mm. Um, and then leading a team of, of similar uh, uh, people doing that work. It, it was quite gratifying. I went on to work for SALGA, the local government um, association, um, and then continued my work now with mayors. I, I was now working with um, um, capacitating mayors, yeah. uh, managing. But you were the one knowledge. that was making that was making sure that these guys behave after they get appointed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I succeeded, but I was trying to say to them, "Listen, um, there is no legislation that requires you to have gone to law school or to have gotten a degree." to be able to represent your people. So what are the values of representing people? How do you make sure that you deliver what you said you were going to do? How does the whole system work? Where do you fit into the system? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I was doing, uh, basically. And, 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 um, and I think that was also quite good. Um, and it made me feel again, that, you, you know, there's the, the, the distance between an intervention and the change that you want to see was short enough. Mm. It, was, it, was, it, it, was, it was gratifying. Mm. I then joined a consulting firm 
that called itself um, a development consulting firm. Um, it was it was interesting because I was like, oh, this is the private sector, but I'm doing almost exactly what I used to do. But for now, now I'm learning things like putting together a budget, uh, yeah. charging per hour, valuing my time yeah. and all of that. And I also grew in the ranks of that consulting firm. I joined as a as a consultant, not a junior consultant, but uh, a, a consultant. And then. Yeah. Uh, quick enough, I think within two years, I had risen to the ranks of director, and then thereafter, I became the managing director of, of, of that uh, consulting firm. It was a very interesting one, because yeah. all the directors had to take turns to become MD, because yeah. it, it felt, you know, they, the belief was that we should all be invested uh, yes. in, in, in the firm uh, and yes. take turns in, in, in leading the firm. And my time came, it coincided with all sorts of things like transformation and this and that and that. And mm. I, I, I stayed afterwards because the term was three years. I stayed a year after my term ended. And then uh, it was time for me to, to move uh, again. And I thought, okay, now... I've been working alongside and with government my entire career. Mm. Um, now it might be a chance to to go in, you know. But still, I was still playing it safe because the the, the government technical advisory centre also has a consulting flavour to it. Um, but except you consult. Uh, for government, you manage consultants on behalf of government, you look after the interests of government. So for me, there's been a golden thread uh, ever since. And and I must say that, um, you know, working with different people all this time, um, they come in, in all shapes and sizes, in all forms. And in that leadership journey, I also got interested in, in, in the human potential, how people yeah. really work and how they, um, what, what makes them perform at their best. Yeah. I mean, I'm no psychologist, actually. <laughs> I've dreamt yeah. of doing psychology because I really am interested in, in what is it that drives a human being to want to, to excel and be uh, at their best without necessarily um, doing it in a negative um, context. You know, I, I, I like driven people, but I'm not, I, I'm not one of those people who are driven, you know, with a five-year plan and a 10-year plan. So mm. when I see people do that, I, I admire them. But I, for me, it's, it's, it's about enjoying the journey as you're taking it rather than focusing on the destination. So yeah, this that's that's my journey. Um, yeah. Fascinating, fascinating, and that's a, that's a, that's a good place to pass it on. Uh, your own leadership Mondays, and uh, we're talking to Sis Lindwen Lela, uh, who, as you heard, um, is with. Uh, and, and I want us to talk about the, that the, 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 this G Tech thing because I think until until I met you, I didn't even know. Uh, <laughs> such a thing exists. Uh, I'd yeah. seen it. Uh, I'd yeah. seen like a logo somewhere uh, in in my interactions with government, but yeah. uh, I had no clue uh, what right. it does. But uh, for now, let's take a quick break so that you can go and grab a cup of coffee or something um, to drink, and we'll be back after this. You're listening to Broadcasting Worldwide Online 24-7. 
Zambe. Well, welcome back uh, to Leadership Mondays, and uh, we are uh, we are not chilling. We are talking leadership as we as we start the Monday. Uh, I have to tell you, I saw something very interesting uh, the, the, the other day. So, um, um, John Maxwell uh, has been uh, when I was growing up uh, a, a lot about a lot of, in a sense, my leadership mentor because I had learned a lot of the stuff from him from a distance in terms of reading his books and, and some of the stuff that he was doing, I actually started hunting him down uh, or, and wanting him to mentor me for real, um, which was fascinating because it was the days of my space. Um, <laughs> did you get him? Yes, I did actually funny enough. And I ended up uh, writing a book, um, my, my coaching book, I, I, my, my coaching and mentoring book, I wrote, um, as an as a response to his mentoring 101 um, mm. and then i wrote uh, um, mentoring 102 um, mm. which now gives you the techniques because i also i can be a bit of a critic <laughs> mm. <laughs> around mm. how things work and all of that so but the point i'm trying to make here um, is i realized yesterday or day before yesterday before yesterday that he actually has a show uh, as yeah. well and he calls it Mondays with the Mondays with the, with the, with John Maxwell. So wow. I'm like, yeah, you see, even big people are, are copying me now. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. He probably had it long before I did. <laughs> no, I'm cool. sure he had it after you. <laughs> yeah. so, so yeah. Let's talk quickly then about. So you you got you essentially then your 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 experience has been. In, in, in consulting, but more a lot in public sector. Um, yeah. And you are in public sector now. Yes. What are some of the interesting challenges that uh, you've had to come across, um, maybe one or two, as a leader in the public sector? And perhaps almost as a reflection also of what are some of the challenges that leaders in the public sector experience? Yeah, so as I said earlier, that I've been kind of walking along, alongside public sector development um, mm. and working with uh, government uh, and supporting uh, public sector managers in my consulting days and supporting uh, elected leaders in my NGO days. Yes. And, 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 and I must tell you that it, it, it you don't know much about what what goes on inside and what makes it what makes the civil service so so different it's it's very it was a culture shock for me because i got there and uh, and and i could not understand the red tape you know everybody mm-hmm. talks about uh, the red tape of government mm-hmm. it's only until you are inside i mean i'm sure people experience it uh, from a recipient point of view, but when you are inside it, um, you you see it in motion. You know. So the first thing for me was it's a very regulated environment, over-regulated, over-reporting. You've got to fill in so many different things before you you do anything. Um, mm-hmm. be, you know, even to get a pen, uh, for example, yeah. you have to fill. You know, go through there. 
a competitive bidding process, make sure that you've got your panel and your database. So, so, and all of those things take time, you know. So one of the things that I could not understand was coming from an NGO and a consulting firm where you need a pen, you just go get a pen, you call somebody, they deliver a pen. Here you have to consider so many different things because you're using taxpayers' money. Mm-hmm. And you've got a constitution that says everybody must be treated fairly um, in terms of uh, competing for the services of government. That takes time, you know. Um, and so when things get stalled, there's a lot of frustration on the citizenry side that people don't really understand why is it that extra care needs to be taken. Well, it doesn't help us that you also read a lot of stories about corruption and and end and end. And then, of course, there's the Auditor General that will come once a year. I, I, if it were up to me, they would do it once in five years, but they come every year. Yeah. By the time you finish the audit, you take a breather, a few weeks, literally four yeah, weeks, then they are back again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are, so th- there isn't even time to implement the, 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 the plan, uh, the improvement plan that they give you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the one thing. That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe if I can interrupt <laughs> you there already. Yeah. That's actually interesting when you say that, because I never really uh, thought about it like that. I know that in corporate, um, it, it, it happens where you then have um, – an audit coming in. It's always every year. Yeah. But one of the things that I'm already noticing from the statement you're making is the idea that perhaps also systems or processes that are supposed to help us, like what you also just described in terms of blue, um, what is it, red tape, <laughs> blue mm. tape. <laughs> I wish it was blue, but it's red for some reason, or green. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so red tape. Um, while there is a positive intention uh, behind it, it has unintended consequences, and un- mm-hmm. unintended consequences is slowing people down. Unintended yeah. consequences is things don't get implemented, and kind of perpetuating the the the, the, the same the same kind of system. Yeah. And, and, and probably we need to be intervening uh, at a different level if we want things to change. So that's that's already fascinating for me. But I interrupted you. You were going to say, and then that's the first thing. Yeah. And, and then, I mean, as a coach, you can imagine what, what the environment and what the culture is like on such mm-hmm. an over-regulated uh, space, you know, because... Mm-hmm. Any overregulated space, the, the the dominant culture is that of compliance. So, mm. and you know, with compliance, you can also get malicious compliance, right? Mm. But let's stick to to just the good intentions of wanting to comply. Yes. Um, what that breeds is 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 um, is 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 something that also is un, unintended because then people are too scared to make a to make a mistake. You know, um, you know, one school of thought might say if it's so overregulated and if there's such a a big compliance culture, then people get used to it. You know, yes, they do get used to it. But at the same time, you you know, you could learn the wrong thing over and over and over again and not be able to 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 come back. So I feel like coming from outside. Look, I've been there now four years and I still call myself an outsider because these things jump at me. Yeah. Um, there is no culture of learning, 
you, you, yeah. you know, um, because you, we all learn from our mistakes, right? So yeah. you should, we should be, we should be allowed to make the mistakes. And here, hear me carefully. I'm not saying people must steal money. I'm not saying people must um, be corrupt. I'm just saying that mistakes do happen. We are humans, you know, human errors happen all the time. Yeah. And, 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 and so if you make a mistake and you are allowed to reflect on it and, and learn from it, then that actually enables you to, to, to get better at it and to find better and shorter ways of doing things. So the whole thing about um, uh, 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 compliance and overcompliance is that you you then you you, you just you, you, there's no there's no time to reflect and it stifles innovation so you yeah. can't actually talk about government and innovation in the same in the same um, breath you know um, no matter how much you can say it exists but yeah. this this is a culture that asks you to to do things in a particular way and you can't put your your, your a foot wrong because yeah. then you know you either get punished or you don't get promoted or or whatever it is you yeah. know so the culture is a very different culture and therefore uh, if you're coming outside and wanting to bring in all sorts of different ways of doing things people look at you like you are crazy and yeah. it's like yeah, yeah no uh, you know, yes, Lanisa, you'll come and you'll come to you'll our come world, down. and you'll come down and, <laughs> and 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 be with and be like us. But I refuse to think that. I just which think is, that. Yeah, which is actually quite interesting. I, I I like this because I think there's just so much we don't understand about what happens in government, and we tend to ju- to judge it from outside, um, with our own um with our own eyes of and expectations of this is how things should be. And we don't understand why it's taking so long to implement a five-year plan. <laughs> but yeah. what you've just described now kind of makes sense to me why it takes so long to implement a five-year plan. Uh, because if you are going through just that audit cycle only, I'm not even talking about uh, all the other protocols that, that kind of it takes to make a decision, a white paper and a pink paper and a red paper and a yellow paper, mm. etc. Mm. Uh, mm. By the time you finish, uh, two years have gone. Uh, yeah. But when when somebody starts a job, uh, the first two years is really just to get to grips with uh, who are the the different animals in the zoo and and and, and how to get. Which is why I have really a big problem with this five year term nonsense. Um, <laughs> Honestly, I think we should really just start thinking a little bit better. The Chinese are got, got us bit because they are working on eight years um, mm. instead of five. The Americans work on eight years. Is it four? Is it eight years? It is eight years. Right? Four. Is it four? It's a four-year term for the president. Yeah. 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 It's, it's four years. They have elections yeah. every four years. Yeah. So, which is kind of, for me, it's kind of weird um, uh, because if you look at the Chinese, it's eight, which means you have enough time to deal with the drama for the first two years and then the rest of the time is you implementing. And uh, I'm not saying I'm a big fan of some of their uh, consequence, the consequences that come from uh, that work, but 
there is a lot of mm. interesting consequences that are some of some of them quite deadly. Your own leadership Mondays, we're talking to Lindilera and we're talking about leadership and some of the challenges of leadership and some of her experiences. And when we come back, we'll have a, a lot more conversation about what her leadership lessons are, what 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 has she she has learned uh, about it. And I kind of want to talk a little bit about those assisting when you come back about GTEC. Please tell us a little bit about w- 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 what is it for? Because um, I feel that I- in terms of what you've just described now, um, it is also one of those useful uh, systems in government that came out of good intentions, but for some reason, uh, maybe um, it's not... Um, we don't know about it. And we kind of need to know that government is actually also doing that. For now, let's take some music. We are more music, more inspiration. And uh, here is, well, I don't know what music is there, but listen to this. The home the of home inspiration, of inspiration every, every every day. Most people give up on themselves easily. You know the human spirit is powerful. From news. Countries across the globe have been hit by the COVID-19 virus. Views. There's a global trend uh, to see an increase in GBV incidences, specifically domestic violence. 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 Sports. What do you say? It's a really good ball. It's Shabalala. And music to inspire you every day. This is Vuga Online, your inspiration radio station. station. Broadcasting worldwide online 24 7. It's Vuga Online, your inspiration radio station. station. Welcome back uh, to Leadership Mondays, and uh, we're having a chat about leadership. Um, and and for, for today, I have someone from the public sector, which is kind of like interesting because then we can talk about some of the also the weird questions uh, that I always wanted to ask. And, and interestingly, I, I, I went online and I asked uh, Cindy some questions in terms of what questions would people want to um, uh, want to ask want to ask uh, you. And, and, and I'll share a little bit of that before uh, before we leave, but they're quite interesting questions. Now, before we, we took a break, you were talking about some of the interesting challenges uh, in the public sector. And, and, and obviously what emerged for me is around how much don't we understand about the, 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 the public sector itself. So your leadership then, being, being, having crossed those different boundaries, what are you learning so far about leadership? Sure. Um, the first word that comes to mind is patience. Uh-huh. Um, you, as a leader, you, 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 you need to learn to have patience. Mm. But what you are also holding at that, at that time, at the same time, is, 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 is the fact that you have to deliver. So you, you want to be patient with uh, your managers and the people that do the work, mm. but at the same time, help them deliver on time because there's also a lot of things that have to be done at a particular time. You know, um, I spoke uh, a lot about the over-regulation and the over-reporting. I mean, in government, there are certain reports have to be done by a certain time, you know, um, so you have a strategy that you do, a five-year strategy. I, I heard you talking about 
the, the five-year nonsense, but you have to have a five-year strategy that links to the term um, uh, of, of, of the elected uh, representatives. Like, what do you want to do in these five years? And then every year you've got a one-year plan, which is kind of like a slice of that five-year plan, right? But you actually have to deliver them at a certain time. So you can't just send them anytime you're ready. I mm. think you have to deliver the final draft that gets tabled on the 31st of January. And then on the 31st of March is the financial year end. You need to have paid everybody that you're supposed to have paid, closing your books, prepare for your audit that has already started, as I said. Mm. Um, so... So in a sense, you, you, you manage all of those demands on time yeah. um, whilst trying to build the people that are, are doing the work and helping them see why it is that they're doing what they're supposed to do. You know? yeah, yeah. So it's not always as easy because it's quite easy to just fall into the, the red race of, okay, fine, you know, my financial statements this time, my APP this time, my, my strategy this time, my this, that time, the first draft has to be due whenever. And if it's not, if it's not submitted on time, you get a letter from either the DPSA, the public service department, or from the, um, from the planning department in the presidency, you know, so there's, there's just, that's noise in the system. And I think, to be a good leader in government, you have to be able to see past the noise, still mm. comply, but see past the noise and focus on the real story. Because the real story is that there are people who are tasked with doing what they're supposed to do to make sure that government is able to be what it needs to be to, mm. to, 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 to the citizens. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. So you need to be able to hold all of those things and, and not get drowned by the noise that, that comes with the timeframes and the reporting and the auditing and the, and the, and the fear. You, you know, people talk about the fear of the, of the auditor general. Mm. And, you know, our auditor general has just been given more powers now to prosecute. So in a sense, there are people, and sometimes I do subscribe to that uh, view, that when you're a an accounting officer in government, you are actually in danger all the time because you could be arrested mm. for mismanagement uh, and financial misconduct, not because you've stolen the money, mm. simply because somebody did not do what they were supposed to do at the time that it was supposed to be done. You, you know, so, and, and, and then to be able to then look after the developmental and personal developmental needs of the people that are meant to do the work. It's, it's quite a task that you have to balance all the time. So I hope that makes sense to you. It does. It does. I mean, um, uh, uh, if, if, as you talk about it, like that makes me go like, phew, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a fascinating balancing act between uh, the deliver, deliver, deliver versus uh, we still want to be deliberate and clear about what needs to happen and, and, and go at a pace that re that requires us to consult mm. but i think there's also something i'm hearing there around the risk that comes from an over regimented space um, mm. uh, that that could get you in trouble and perhaps that's why many people don't commit uh, to a lot of things because if you don't have courage um, yeah. in in this in, in in that kind of space and are not very clear about what you are there for you're already in trouble because yeah. you 
you are going to be you you are not going to do anything because you are afraid of being in trouble which is kind of like a and ironic now one thing that comes that comes to my mind and i had forgotten i had forgotten about it earlier uh, when you said uh, you you are you are transitioning uh, was when 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 i remember one government uh, the official I, i i worked with um in one of the other departments uh, as she arrived from 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 corporate uh, into government uh, almost similar story as yours uh, and they said and she was uh, all pushy tailed and and, and and very um focused and hopeful because she was sitting in an interview and said this is what you're gonna help us with you are the savior and the rescuer <laughs> <laughs> I'm being mean now. And, <laughs> and, and she came in, she all excited. And um, at the conference uh, for all the leaders in, in, in the department, um, she, she, somebody said to her, um, mm-hmm. uh, we know, we know, we know uh, people like you. Uh, <laughs> they don't last here. Yeah. In, 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 even as even as uh, she was being uh, praised, but everybody was going, like, well, that energy will die down, uh, yeah. right? So that, that's also very that's it. also yeah. very scary when you think that the, the environment can can pep, can do that in terms of self perpetuate, which is kind of interesting. Now, yeah. before we take a break, because we need to take to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we talk a little bit about now uh, for somebody who is listening. Um, uh, to 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 this show, and is a leader, and perhaps leaders in government themselves, your your colleagues, your peers, uh, even. Um, what is the one or two lessons uh, or actions they need to take um, for themselves? So some some people, I'm 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 looking now and some of the questions online, and and and. Uh, if you were to answer this, each of these questions with, in one line, uh, what would be your answer? So I'm going to just give you two. And that, they're difficult questions, but uh, <laughs> kind of consider them. And then uh, we'll, come and, we'll come and talk, up, talk about them uh, after the break. So the first one, uh, somebody is asking, um, what legacy uh, and impact are you creating right now? What legacy and impact are you creating right now? So that's that's the one question. So that's that's very good. Uh, I like that question. It sounds like a coaching question. <laughs> <laughs> that, that. Yeah. Yes. And then um, the, the, the the second one, voice, uh, and and she asked it in a different way um, because she she said, as government, does it matter to you um, and your colleagues? that South Africa is regressing under your watch. So I kind of want to even put it dif- slightly differently for you. Are we regressing? And when you compare where we are today to where we were, let's say four, five years ago, even when you were in, pub- in, 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 in local government, uh, are we regressing or are we doing better? So I'll, 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 I'll give you those and then let's come back. And, and, and talk a little bit about them and then start wrapping up. Useful? Yes, difficult questions, but useful, yes. Yeah, perfect. You're on uh, <laughs> Leadership Mondays and we're talking leadership and we are asking difficult questions. 
<laughs> but also getting to understand and learn, Sis uh, Lindy, uh, as a human being, uh, as her own experiences of leadership uh, that necessar- that don't necessarily have anything to do with government, but has to do with her. For now, let's take a break. No one decides to go into debt. It creeps up on you. Slowly. Debt follows debt. Follows debt. Unless you do something about it. Face your debt problems before they cripple you. It's time to do something. Hey, uh, we are still in lockdown, eh? uh, <laughs> but it looks like at least, at least, at least for now, uh, and I'm not sure. It looks like uh, we might, might just escape uh, the third wave if we behave. Um, I liked what um, uh, Eusebius uh, said at one point that uh, the third wave is not our is not our fate. It is uh, in our control in terms of how we behave. Um, it might look like COVID nineteen uh, is gone, uh, but it's still here with us. And and and, and I kind of was a bit um, uh, annoyed at some point listening to someone uh, complain about the slow pace of the vaccination. Uh, but I'm realizing now that you, we are still far, man. We are still far from where we're <laughs> supposed to be. But I hear that this week uh, there's a there's go, there's a start. Uh, of the process in terms of the next level. Let's see uh, uh, what's going to happen. Sislinde, let's get back to you and talk mm. and, and, and go back to those questions. Uh, first of all, maybe let's start with that first one. Uh, what legacy are you creating right now when you think about it for yourself? Um, as an individual, if I may ask, or, yes. uh, or yes. as, 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 as a team. As, as Lindy. <laughs> okay. Um, the legacy I want to create uh, is is one that values um, the people of South Africa. You know that we we are servants in the true sense of the word. If you are a public servant, whether you are elected or appointed, uh, mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm appointed, mm-hmm. um, our first concern should be. This, the South African citizen, uh, citizen, you know. So the legacy I'm creating in what I'm doing in the space that I'm at, I'm at is that we can do it. We we, I mean, I mean, we 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 suffered as 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 black people in this country, you know, and um, we've we've paid um, a lot of a lot of uh, taxation, if you like. With that, and there's no way we can go to the trouble that we've gone through as as a country, go through what we went through in apartheid, to come in and not and not remember mm-hmm. uh, that we we are here to make it better for the citizens of, of of South Africa and invest in that, you know, without necessarily thinking about how much money one is making and why am I not making this money and why so and so making such money. But just to to kind of like be 
citizen centric. I know it sounds like a cliche, you know, and I sound like I'm I'm running for office, uh, but I'm not. I'm, and that's a good thing because mm. I want my my eight hours that I put in in the office. We put in more because we also work from home, and during COVID, we've been putting in a lot more hours than we normally do. Yes. But every hour needs to count. And if I can see that beeline um, in terms of what I'm doing, whether I'm, I'm approving a memo, I want to know that I'm approving this memo for this work to happen so that it can help so-and-so there. And with GTEC, I know you wanted to know a little bit about GTEC, but with GTEC, we kind of like work in the background, you know, so we are not a service delivery uh, uh, um, um, part of government. We are not a service delivery arm of government. But yeah. uh, what we do is that we assist government departments that are doing that work to make it easier for them to be able to deliver that service even mm-hmm. quicker. So it's a, it's a spot I like even as an individual yeah. because I really do like to work in the backstage, you know, yeah. um, outside of the light and then just doing what we need to do without seeking praise or anything like that. So the legacy that I want to see is that civil servants need to remember why they're there and, and really serve. They, they, we must underline servant in that, in, that, in that. Even as we lead, we need to be looking at servant leadership rather than uh, the kind of leadership that just kind of glorifies who we are. So cool. that's, so we have, that's we have in a just under Yeah, we have just under three minutes. So I want to make sure that we... We, we pile a lot of the stuff in the sure. take advantage of, 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 of you while you're there. And then, um, do you think we're regressing? Um, I think we're in a slump. Um, some people might say we are regressing, but, you know, like anything that develops, it, it thrives, it goes up, it hits, a, it hits the peak, and then it, it, it goes down, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about those S curves that go up, you know. So the trick is that as we as we mature and we try and we look at a downward slope, we need to be able to quickly pick up again and have another S curve. So you'd have a graph that has these S curves. No, not, nobody can just really shoot up straight like yeah. that. Um, we we were bound to hit some 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 uh, some snags along the way, yeah. um, and and hit some turbulence. The trick and the and the test is really what are we like when we hit the turbulence? Um, do we throw our hands up in the air and say let it let it let it hit the ground, or do we say guys we need to change a few things and change gears? and then climb again. Um, That's the metaphor I can use. Unfortunately, it's the flying metaphor. But uh, I don't think we are regressing. Uh, We could could regress if we do nothing. But now that we know that things things are not so hunky-dory, the call is for us to get up and do something. You know, when they say, get up and dust your skirt, you've fallen, get up and dust your skirt and and move on. That's what we Cool. I, I, I like that. That gives me a sense of hope um, a, a little bit. Uh, that says we are not uh, skidding into, and there's some good, there's some uh, uh, good men and women um, within our public sector that are making sure that things are happening. So yeah, very quickly, what the, for the leader that's listening now, uh, what's the one uh, or two things um, 
just very high level one one sentence that they should do uh, when they get out of this show that will make sure we don't even slide further, for example? Um, Have empathy. empathy. Lead from the heart. uh, Because when you are leading from the heart, people can see who you are. You don't have all the answers. That's the second thing. You don't have all the answers. And some of those answers that might um, amaze you lie with the people that you're leading. Just mm-hmm. like you, Mongezi, you know how you taught Maxwell how to have a show. <laughs> he learned from you. You know? <laughs> <laughs> He's a good leader and a good coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Cecilia. I think that is a good note uh, to, to, to leave it on. There is so much, so much, so much, so much I wanted to talk about. But I, it, where did the time go? My goodness. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But it was lovely now, to be here. Yeah, now we, clo- we always close the show with a song. Okay. Should and, I sing? Uh, well, if you can. No, I'm uh, joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. We, we, we didn't say no to that. <laughs> uh, but, but in the absence of you singing, what song would you like us to close with? Whoa. I did not expect that. Of Shoot. Nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, uh, can you close with... Um, Zim Nawana, if you have Zim, mm-hmm. um, and the the song is um, what is it? In Dombiza Kipiki, you know, you, you, I don't know if you yes. know that song. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. In, okay. yeah, Command the Command the Pofolo, yeah, Pofolo, that uh-huh. one. Perfect. Sis Lindy, thank you so much. We, we honor you. We are, we, we are happy that there are some people like you uh, in our government. And I, I think you've given us a lot more sense uh, around what happens there that we, we not see because we, it's very easy for us sitting where we are sitting, pointing fingers about how bad our government is. And there's lots of bad stuff there that's happening. Oh, yeah. No, no, there's some bad stuff happening, but there is a lot of good people as well. We just need to be given a chance to breathe yeah. <laughs> and if people want to talk to you, ask young girls, young ladies, young men want to be mentored, uh, where do they reach you? Um, uh, can I give you my email address? Um, pe- pe- or do you want a phone number? <laughs> pro- pro- probably if you had us like a, a, a WhatsApp, what do you call it? A WhatsApp. No, no, uh, a, a page, a LinkedIn mm. or something. Aren't you on LinkedIn somewhere? Because I'm afraid if you give people your email address, uh, yeah. you, you don't know what how many responses you're getting. You're going to get. We're talking to more than a hundred thousand people here. <laughs> yes, I am on LinkedIn, and uh, I'm really bad with these things, uh, Mangazi. But uh, I can't say my LinkedIn page is this. Yeah. Uh, I'm just Lindy Wendlela uh, on LinkedIn. I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah. there we go. There's a, a few of us who are who are Lindy Wendlela, but you know, it's Lindy Wendlela. Yes. Yeah, at G Tech. Yeah, you can you, you can just Google Lindy Wendlela at G Tech and see and see what comes out. I'm I'm kind of also uh, concerned of of course about the work that you're doing to see balance yes. <laughs> between accessibility and in working in the background, as you said. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, we appreciate all the lessons. And hopefully, you come back at some point and share some more. 
Yes, no, thank you. Young people are much, are much more welcome, I must say, because I'm, I'm kind of intrigued about them as they develop. So yeah. I'll give them my time. Yes. Okay. Excellent. That thank was you so much. That was Lydia and Lela there on Leadership Mondays. And um, this might, because I never really know uh, with a production where, where, where this thing is going to come, but it looks like we're close to the news. Um, but uh, we'll have your Zimnawana. Uh, uh, April 4. See yes. you again next week. Thank you. Goodbye to your listeners. Playing the music you love. This is Vuga Online, your inspiration radio station. 24 hours of non stop anthems. 